Hey everyone, it's Warrior Within. So today's topic is actually kind of an interesting thought. I was talking to a friend the other day about the American dream and how our culture is today and how it chases after things of this world. Um, the American dream has always been something that people from the other countries always strive to go and get. They're always looking for a way to be able to fulfill what they've always wanted to do. I mean, from sports, you have all these players that come from other countries where they're not going to make hardly anything to getting basically hired for millions of dollars to play games here in the United States. That's in some ways is what the concept of the American dream is, is that over, let's say over in, in Russia, you know, for a long time was under communism. And then even today, you know, they, they still don't have an economy that people can strive into very well. A person, let's say he's a baker, you know, he, he works hard to make some money and then he's able to move his whole family to the United States. And so here he starts a bakery and is able to almost build an empire for himself. He's making enough money to take care of his family. He's able to do things. He's able to chase after other dreams, getting his own car, his own home. See, the thing is that the American dream concept has always been that if you come here to the States, you can succeed. You can do more. And according to the American dream, it's because of capitalism. The, the freedom to be able to start your own business, fail or succeed, and see if you could make something from it. So why are we talking about this? Well, the other half of this American dream is that you're chasing after riches and success, prestige, power. And we've kind of talked about or hinted about the idea that pride is a main issue for men too. And in the United States, the problem with the American dream is that there's always going to be a consequence for your choices. So I play a game called Go Wars 2, and in there you can create what's called a build for your character. So if you're a warrior, you could design your warrior in a way that you like to play as you fight other people or as you fight environmental NPCs. So you, some people create these characters to be what's called a glass cannon. So they've put full out DPS on their character. The back part consequence for it is that you also have lower health. Vice versa, you become really tanky. You have less DPS. That's damage per second if you don't play games. So the idea is that as men, we strive to want to take care of our families. We want to take care of our families. We hope to take care of our families. We, we, we want to have the, the house. We want to have the cars that we want. We want to be able to take our family on vacation. We want to do these hobbies. We want to have this freedom to be able to do that. And you do in the United States. You could chase that and get that with hard work, effort, and time. The problem is when you consume yourself in chasing after those dreams, 
there's always going to be something going on that's a consequence for those actions. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the video or listened to the song by Casting Crowns called American Dream. It was they, they did this. They recorded it to over 10 years ago. So in the video, it shows a man dressed in a full suit. And he's going to work. And he wants to succeed. He's doing really well. He's making decent money. But then they start showing what's going on with his family at home. So one of the first images is the dad is in his car and the boy, his son, is coming up to him, you know, asking, hey, you want to play catch with me? And he basically has to go to work. So he leaves. And then the next one is he, the kid is playing baseball and the mother, his wife, is calling him, trying to ask him where he at, where he at. And then the next scene, they show him, him the dad, coming to the game with all the lights starting to turn off in all the baseball fields because he missed it. And then they show another scene where his son's having his birthday and the dad's at work and not there. You see, to make a lot of money, you have to give up a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of effort to be able to make a lot of money. I know there's those type of Amazon stuff and these company peoples that say that you can work part time and make money and be super rich. The problem is those don't necessarily work. Um, they could work. I mean, if you put the time and effort into it, you might be able to get a good decent amount of money coming for yourself. But here's the thing. I keep using the word, the effort of making time and hard work. A lot of times in the United States, a lot of people spend a lot of hours working. A lot of hours. Not everybody gets to have the simple 9 to 5, 40-hour week that most people strive to get. Because technically, you don't necessarily make lots of money in those type of jobs. But the good part is when you find the job that doesn't make you work 50, 60 hours a week is you get to spend time with your family. You see, the downfall of the American dream is it affects how you train up, build up your family. And it doesn't even have to be just work. Sometimes people spend a lot of time on their hobbies, chasing after their hobbies, that they neglect their relationship with their husband or wife, or they neglect time with their kids, that they focus so much on chasing after the dreams that they want to do. Because a lot of times what you start finding out in those dreams is a dream of a single person. I do understand because I, I don't have kids yet that I have time to do a lot of things I like to do. But I also got to make time for my wife too. But at the same time, even if I have a kid, it doesn't mean give up on doing things. No, don't. Because one of the things I don't like hearing is when I hear a parent that's my age group or even a few, you know, a few years down younger than I am or even a decade when they have kids, suddenly they don't do anything. All they focus on is their kid, which tells me you're not even allowing your kid to be able to explore themselves. And I know some people are going to be like, Oh, you don't understand. You don't have kids. Well, the idea is that you got to make sure that you make time for yourself a little bit 
you also got to make time, spend time with your, your wife. And even if you're a woman, you know, your husband, you make time for them because you do need to build those relationships. You can't just neglect it because of the kids. And then two, spend time with your kids is vitally important. You have no idea how much of an impact as a dad that you have on your kids, especially if you are a dad of a daughter is absolutely vital that she sees how a man is supposed to treat a woman. It is vital for a dad to train her, to teach her how to see men the way that she should, not by world standards, but by God's standards. A man of God, a, a man who's willing to grow in his faith and, and to grow in understanding. It's very vital. The problem with the American dream is to make the big money. You got to put a lot of time, a lot of hours away from your family. And unless you even, even, even actually, even if you own your own business and it becomes an empire, you have 20, 20 companies under you, you still spend a lot of time. You're, you're still doing stuff with people. You're still going out. You have to go to meetings here and there. If you actually take care of your people, making sure that they are also with their families, do it. You have no idea how much stronger your people will be when they work for you because they'll have a heart and desire that cares. When you start creating people that are so dronely and tired and worn out and stressed, you start losing people. You, you don't help their health for one, but they start losing their families, which then it starts affecting their work at work. It's so important that the concept of understanding how to take care of your family as a leader can transform your family. So I'm not trying to call you out, not trying to make you angry or defensive. I want you guys to understand the American dream can still be possible, but where does God fit in this whole picture for you? So a couple of verses that stood out to me today was one, 1 John 2, 15 through 17. It states, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and desires of the eyes and pride in possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. So the thing is, guys, you know the verse talks about when you love money is the root of evil? Okay, the love of the world is the same concept. When your whole focus is, I got to make the money, I got to get the best car, the truck, I got to get the boat, I got to get the house that, I, that my wife wants, I got to focus on that, 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 that. It's always chasing after something else, the next new thing, the next big thing, the next big money spender. I got it, I got it, I got it, is basically what starts happening. So the idea is that you start focusing on what you can gain instead of what God can do through you. So you chase after God. You, 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 you desire him like you desire the American dream concept. You will be able to be richer in a way that you can never imagine. Because 
chasing after the world is only going to give you a fleshly desire the the moments of moments it's not going to give you an eternal change can you imagine if you spent more time with your son and daughter seeing them grow up and watching them being transformed into a man and woman that loves god first how they will impact people around them how they will impact their family that is long lasting even though you may not live forever you know that you're leading them now will transform their family into a family that's also transforming their family. You see, your actions have consequences. If you decide that you rather spend more time working or in your hobby and chasing after the dream, you're going to miss out and your kids are going to fall away from you and they're going to feel neglected. They may still love you and they may still be part of your life, but there's a chance they may not. You got to be ready to understand that your actions do have consequences. So in Mark 8.36, it says, For what does it profit a man to gain the world and forfeit his soul? You see, a lot of times when we start chasing after this, this world, what happens is we fall, we fail. We miss out on God. People that don't know Jesus, okay, they chase after the American dream and they chase it until death and they can't take any of it with them. How does that help them? Where where, where does it take them? It takes them to death and hell and they lose every opportunity to know how much they could have done more because if they had known God, that's why it's so important for you to know your gospel message, how you present Christ to people. Because if you don't let them know who he is, they'll never know. And they'll keep chasing after these, these dreams that have endings. You know, even though you, you save all your money, you buy the, this amazing Mustang and you're proud of it. Then what? What happens a lot of times, remember how it was being a little kid, got that new toy, how you, you begged mom and dad for it and they bought it for you. How long did that excitement last? A few days, a week, one day? You see, the thing is, that's what it's like chasing after the dream. You keep going after what you want, you get it, you get bored. Why? Because the satisfaction you're seeking and looking for isn't in the riches, it's actually in Christ. So overall, I started thinking about in Matthew where it talks about building your house on the rock, okay? It's Matthew 7, 24 to 27. It states, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. You see, guys. In the song at the end, near well, near the end, it shows the man. He's in a suit. He's at the beach and he's trying to build his castle. The castle is beginning to collapse because the waters are starting to come onto the shore. You know the tide change. 
what happens to those sandcastles that are near the water? Eventually, they disappear. Eventually, all you see is just sand. There's no evidence that anything was there. And the reason is because you you build it on your humanism. You build it on your pride. You build it on your desires, your heart's desires. You build it on what you want. And eventually, it's just going to go away and it's going to be forgotten. You put it on the Lord. You, you ask God to be your solid rock. He will build you a castle that you cannot imagine. And you will be satisfied with what he has to offer. See, the fear is that if we allow God to have control of our life, he's going to make us poor and he's going to move us to an island where there's no internet, there's no TV, and there's no capability of communication other than writing letters or sending a bird. Guys, I remember when I was younger and the idea of becoming a pastor was terrifying because my first thought was, if I say yes to being a pastor, God's going to send me to Africa. And I didn't want to go to Africa. And I kept on that fear until 2002 when I heard a pastor speak about being called into ministry. And for the first time, because I was brought, I, I went to a Baptist high school and church for my four, four years to five years, okay? Because even when I came back from college, that's where I went. And all they would teach is like three things. You are a, well, actually it's four things. It's like a pastor and a missionary or a doctor and the nurse were like the, the main things they wanted you to chase after. And the whole picture was missionary missionary so the idea came to my head if i choose yes then i'm going to be sent somewhere else and i don't want to be sent somewhere else but the truth is guys we are all supposed to be missionaries we're all supposed to be ministers of christ we're supposed to be going out and ministering to people all around us it doesn't have to be in the deepest darkest uh, forests of africa it could be right here in your neighborhood where you're at where you're located you see when you build that on the rock, God's going to show you things that you could be doing and you're going to want to do them because you could see the Holy Spirit's work through it. I think we blind ourselves in fear. We blind ourselves with concern that if I give up my dreams, God's going to give me dreams I don't want. But the truth is, when you give up your dreams, you discover new dreams that God gives you that are amazing. They have a different perspective on things. And yes, some people are blessed to be rich and have a lot of money. But it isn't because they're, they have a love for it. It's because God can see the use of what their wisdom, their knowledge, their capability, their connections, if they have the money, can do this for him. It doesn't mean that someone who's super poor is because necessarily they made bad choices. It may be because God has placed them in that situation, not because he hates them, but because he wants them to do more by trusting in him 100% more than someone who may have enough money to be able to do everything. But it doesn't mean that the two can't be united in some way. This is where the idea of the importance of men stepping up in the church. You see, we have created so much division in our church based on social status, 
we've made too much division based on educational understanding for someone who has a doctor it's supposedly way more important than someone who may be working at a local warehouse or gas station or um may be a trash man the idea is guys that unity isn't about prestige and power and money and who can give it all that doesn't make you more important than the lesser person in your head that's pride the american dream has clouded our thoughts it has transformed our thoughts to see things the way we're not supposed to and you need to take the time to reflect on that and to think about that how are you acting how are you treating other people especially you men that have the money. How are you treating someone who doesn't have the money? Are you treating them that they, they have less value than you? Or how about you pastor who has a doctorate? How are you treating people who don't have the doctorates? Are you treating them that they have less understanding of scripture than you? Because the idea is that we're supposed to be training up people, encouraging one another, building up where they're at. You see, God has a plan for every person in the place that they're at. It's not, they're not punished because they have less money than you. It's not, it's not how we're supposed to look at it. But I will tell you this, if you do have the money, you see someone who needs help, help them. Don't sit there and say, well, and I'll pray for you. Don't, that, you could pray for them, but if you can help them, be willing to do it. God will bless you and vice versa. Even if you don't have the money and you can see someone that needs help, trust in God because God will provide everything you need in that moment. Even when you feel like you don't have the money to help, just do it. I can tell you this for one example that happened to me was in Maryland. With a grocery store, I was just getting stuff. And I, 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 I'm living off of savings at this time. And there's this older lady who didn't have enough money. And she had to, she was going to have to go and get money from her car or whatever. And I just felt the Holy Spirit say, just go pay for it. And I said, but Lord, I don't have a lot of money. You know, I can't be just buying things for people. He said, do you trust me? And I said, yes, I, okay, I'll do it. So I went over to her and I told the lady, hey, I'll pay for her stuff. And when she gets back, just let her have it. And the lady was like, oh, that's really nice of you. And I, and I was just like, okay. And I was like, please don't be more than 50, please. And it turned out to be like eight bucks. You see, the thing is we don't trust because we have fear. We're afraid if we go and help other people or do things for other people, it's what are we going to get out of it? And we got to stop thinking that way. You see, the American dream has made us selfish. It's all about me, me, me. What do I get? How do I get there? And guys, you got to turn that around. You got to put away that American dream concept and start bringing in what is God's dreams for me? What does he have planned for me? So I ask you today, the challenge for you is to reflect on your day. Are you working for yourself or are you working for God? Are you working extra hours to make extra money because you want, want, want? Or are you asking God, you know, is there something I can use the money for? And, hey, Lord, I really would like, A, can you help me get there and show me how to get there? Instead of me having to work 60 hours to try to get it, help me find a way to be able to get get what I am interested in getting, but spend time with my family. Guys, ask God to show you how you can invest in your families. You have no idea how much that's going to change the culture. If you put your family 
in God's perspective instead of I need to work. God will bless it. He will bless your family. Chase after God, guys. Chase after heavenly things and stop chasing after the American dream. It's still okay to go and you know find things you like to do, get into hobbies. I, I love hobbies. I get involved with what I like to do. But the one thing, men, is you got to ask God, show me the dream you want me to have for my life. And he will. I, I pray today will be a changing mindset after you listen to this episode. I hope you have a blessed day.